What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We've got a jam-packed show. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, my friend, my partner. You know him, you love him, Ivan Lovegren. Ivan, what's up, brother? You are not home. I'm committed to the show, Rob. <laughs> I I'm, love I'm it. traveling. Traveling today, I've got a little uh, work conference tomorrow and Saturday in Arizona. But hey, you get to come join me at the Embassy Suites here and uh, get a little peek into my my high class life. Um, <laughs> where where's the M and M's that I got from the uh, from the the room? Yeah, so a little different setup for me tonight, but I'm excited to be here still and be talking. But just so if you know, if I'm over here, that's because I'm checking out your Twitch comments your YouTube comments, posting to the Twitter, uh, checking in on things like the poll of the week, uh, which I see is, is hopping right now. So yeah, so we've got an exciting show for you tonight um, from two different times. Surprises. It's filled with surprises. Lots of surprises. <laughs> um, starting off with our Go GTS Live question of the week, which you can find by going to twitter.com slash go GTS Live. It's pinned right at the top there. And Rob, you made this one uh, a fun personal hobby hobby one. I, I'm not taking credit. It was all James. All James. I wrote hey, it. James. Nice. My mic is on and James. I wrote it. And thought of it. Thought oh yeah, of this it. is mine. Typed it. And it is so applicable and so up for debate. And you know what? I actually, I answered it wrong. I, I glossed through it too quickly and I answered it wrong. Um... But it, it's a critical hobby question. It is, where do you most often rip your packs? Inside the shop, in the parking lot, back at home, or other? I would That's love it. to see other. <laughs> so my, my thoughts with other, and I, I guess I could have written it out a little better, but other in that... You're a collector, but you never buy packs. You either buy into breaks, you buy e-pack, you buy singles. But I don't know. You buy NFTs, everything's crypto and digital. You don't rip packs, but you're still a collector. And But that I don't really think that came through with the other. Well, I don't know. it might have. We had, we had. I thought there'd be so some more creative answers, too. Kind of inviting creative 0. answers. 0.6% have voted for other. <laughs> 0.6%. So I bet I bet we get that Point. up over one. <laughs> Have there been two people? Have two people done this? No. Um, but hey, no, I appreciate the thought. Uh, and I was hoping for some creative responses as well to that. Um, an overwhelming majority did say back at home. But I got to tell you, I, I also I wonder how much this is influenced by COVID because I clicked that out of instinct. But James, you know. Rob, you know, from my Twitter, like oh, before yeah. COVID, man, it was, it was parking car lot. ropes all day long. Yeah. Parking yeah. lot or car. Yeah. I mean, parking lot for you. Yeah, I've I seen parked. Well, Trust me, I was not driving. <laughs> I've seen numerous, <laughs> I've seen you do some weird things driving, but not ripping packs. Thankfully. Um, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen a lot of your parking lot rips and always appreciate a, a little midday break. James, uh, I couldn't, I was trying to guess how you voted and I don't know. I, I guessed you voted back at home. Was I right? You are right. I've done all three, 
but <laughs> me too. my new thing is, or I don't know, new thing, but I'll buy a box and just sit on it for a while. I won't open it that day. I am the worst at that. I'll just let you it sit for a while. the boxes yeah. I have to open still. That are yours personal? It's, yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's kind ridiculous. of fun, though, to have that just um, sitting in the closet. Yeah. This, In fact, here's my newest PC pickup, actually. Uh, anybody remember? How about a little Skybox Metal Universe great. Batman Ooh. Forever? That's great. Oh, classic uh, product. So, I have I have a single right here just to for people not familiar with it. Look at that. Oh, it I is awesome. It. It's awesome. And it's metallic. I don't wanna I'm gonna lose great. the yeah, see it gets shiny. Um here, check out oh, check out this one. Riddler and Two Face huh. on a King of Spades. That's great. Yeah, wow. so um I will open that one sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, that one needs to be sooner because I want to see it. Yeah, right, right. That um, awesome. So I, I voted back at home, although I've done all three. And one of the one of the things I really don't like is when I'm feeling pressured to open my stuff in the shop. I don't like that. Not that it ever, you know, comes from the, the, the owner. It's usually people in the shop already want to see, and I get that it's cool, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Hey, it didn't take more than a half a minute. We're at 1.1% on other James. I love it. And I'm going <laughs> to refresh and look for, uh some creative responses through replies <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna chalk that one up maybe to uh james mass who said half and half sometimes between home and inside the shop okay so he, he specifically with like a box he pulled his crosby alternate upper deck one image inside the shop and then finished the box at home and he actually provides a reference to that original tweet from over a year ago <laughs> as proof so i'm I don't know if it was him, but that's the first one I saw as a new comment on the page. Um, so maybe that was the other. But perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. So, well, uh, that's, that's sad. Fun, Rob. It's, a, it's a fun reminder of, of doing the hobby, whether it's alone, right. in public, somewhere. Uh, I, I will say one of the things I love about traveling, and I traveled, I took an early flight so I could be settled in time for the show tonight instead of you know trying to get in at the last minute and do the conference and all that are you going to say finding and, a local lca or a local shop i mean i probably should <laughs> but unfortunately i didn't do that but i did oh, okay. connect with a friend who i've only ever known okay. from card collecting on social media oh awesome a real we ip we got you, some lunch you did we, ir you you mir'd as they say met in I, real irl life. irl <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did an IRL card activity where we did actually break cards at the cafe that we got lunch at. So, um, so yeah, it, it's a good reminder of, of getting out there. You know, for me, being, living in such a huge city where while we do do a lot of things, there's a lot more social distancing going on there. And I know people that watch this show are all over the country in all different scenarios. So I hope that you're having the fun that I am getting connected to people in your shops again. Before we move off of the poll topic, um, there's one last thing we need to address, and that's why it's important. Ivan, it's probably even more important again tonight. Why is it important? 
Uh, it's super important because uh, we've got a lot of product that we're ripping on the show tonight. We've got a lot of cool stuff that we're giving away. Uh, we don't know exactly what it is yet because it'll depend on what's in the packs that we're previewing. But we are going to be giving stuff away to you this show. Doesn't matter what we hit. We're giving it away. So uh, the way, though, that we're going to do the giveaways is through that Twitter account. That's why, again, it's important to go to twitter.com slash go GTS live. Warm up your thumb by voting in the poll. Make sure you click that follow button and you are following us. And later on in the show, we'll let you know how to enter to win the various hits from our products. And that's it. That's why it's important. Um, let's. So let's put a pin in that for now. We'll check back with the poll later. I keep forgetting to put that back on the notes, James. Um, if I forget, just just yell in my ear. We'll do it after the um, first video segment. How about that? Um, and so we'll come back and we'll update that later in the show. Um, but like we always do, um, let's shift gears and take a look at uh, – some things going on in the hobby and this week's hobby happenings. Well, Rob, I was going to say some things. We've gotten so used to there being so many things. Well, but tonight we're just <laughs> highlighting one very great story. And if you if you've never listened to Rob tell a story before, this is the time. This is incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, as with most weeks, there was obviously a lot of hobby news to report for this segment. But after reading one particular story, I realized honestly that all the other news paled in comparison. So we are going to do something a little bit different tonight. And basically the most interesting article I read in full this week uh, literally brought a tear to my eye. It, it might again, and it might for you as well. Um, and I don't normally do this, but it, it's so good. And I don't want anything to get lost in translation. I don't want to paraphrase, uh, but instead I'm going to read it in full. Uh, so thanks for indulging us this, this one night. I, I really hope that this story touches you the way it did for me. Um, the columnist is Keith Sharon of the Nashville Tennessean, which is part of Gannett Publishing, a.k.a. USA Today, so all credit to them. And with a title like An Army Veteran, a Tom Brady Rookie Card, and a Man Named Jim Brown, an Incredible Story of Destiny, well, you can obviously see why, why it caught my eye. And it begins with, he stuffed Tom Brady into a canvas pouch and then hung the precious cargo around his neck. He wore a sweatshirt over the top of the neck pouch to conceal Tom Brady from the passengers on the red-eye flight from Southern California to New Jersey, where he would find out if Brady was worth all this anxiety. Attorney Jeff Cornico said he was so nervous on that flight with Brady hidden under his shirt that he feared his sweat would seep through the neck pouch and damage the greatest quarterback of all time. In September, a guy named Jim Brown no, not that Jim Brown, in Southern California had found a very valuable Tom Brady football card in a dusty cardboard box. 
Brown's discovery also set in motion a series of events that would reveal a the life of a troubled army veteran who drove a tank in Iraq and eventually touched the hearts of the family of a girl who never got the chance to know her father. More specifically, what Jim Brown found was a leaf mirror gold Tom Brady rookie football card, one of just 35 created with an 8.5 grade, which is near mint condition and maybe worth a little bit more money than you could fit in a neck pouch. (laughs) The mirror gold Brady will be auctioned by Leland's, the New Jersey sports memorabilia auction house beginning Sunday. The auction will be open until December 11th, uh, which happens to be National Hobby Shop Day. How fitting. Potential buyers must create an account on the Leland's website, have two references from other auction houses to participate, and they must have banking documents that prove they have at least $100,000 ready to spend. Uh, Just a quick pause. You can tell that this is written for a non-hobby audience sometimes. (laughs) The starting bid is expected to be between $15,000 and $20,000, and the bidding could go very high. We expect this to be immense, said Jordan Gilroy, Leland's director of acquisitions. The last three Brady cards auctioned by Leland's, they had Brady autographs, and the newly discovered card does not. Uh, But those three cards brought a total of $6.1 million to their owners. When it became apparent a big payday was coming, Jim Brown said his mind went to one place. I had to find the kid who sold me the card. He's the only one who would truly appreciate the story. Brown had no idea the kid's story would become more important than the card itself. The kid was a man named Mike. He had blonde hair and a baby face, said Brown, 68, who's an arson investigator by trade. He looked like he just got off a skateboard. Mike Mitrick was 22 years old when he opened a card shop in Bria. Did I pronounce that correctly? Bria, California. He called Brea. Brea. He, he called the place 52 Mantle, named for 1952 Mickey Mantle Tops baseball card. That was the holy grail for many collectors. He was his shop's only employee. He worked seven days a week. And in one day in 1992, Jim Brown had finished investigating a fire in Bria when he saw the sign, 52 Mantle Sports Cards. Now, Brown had never collected cards, but something compelled him to enter the store, which makes this even more awesome. Brown had an idea. Remember that. He would buy a couple boxes of cards for about $35 each, and he would donate some of the cards to the nearby Orangewood Children's Home. Brown introduced himself to Mitrick, who was then 23, and they got along immediately. So the owner would open boxes of cards Brown bought and set aside a couple he thought would be valuable someday. And he put those in a box for Brown. The rest Brown donated to Orangewood. And for eight years, Brown kept coming back to the store for the same routine. He would banter with Mike about sports and the memorabilia business, buy a couple boxes of newly released cards, pick a few cards to set aside, and then donate the rest to the children's organization. Well, by 2000, Brown was paying about $100 for each box of cards. 
He said he thinks he donated about 40 boxes of cards during those eight years. He had kept six boxes of, quote, valuable cards for himself. The cards, Brown said, weren't the reason he kept going back, though. He said he liked hanging out with the kid behind the counter. By 2000, the kid was 31. He was about to start a family, and within a couple years, he would marry one of his customers, a single mom named Stacy. Good for you, Mike who got to know him just like Brown did. She would bring her son into 52 Mantle to buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and Mitrick organized Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments in the alley behind the store, way before organized play, I would imagine. He would make plaques for the winners, and Stacy said she fell in love with Mike when she saw the joy that he got for making children happy. Years later, he and Stacy would have a daughter, but that's getting ahead of ourselves just a little bit. Brown reminds, uh, remembers the last time he went into 52 Mantle. He told Mitrick he was moving to San Clemente, and that would take him too far away from Bria. Brown wanted to buy one more box for old time's sake. They opened that last box. Another twist of fate here. And Mitrick noticed something strange. He saw a glimmer, Brown said. One card was literally shining, a leaf gold mirror rookie card. You got one of the lucky ones, Mike had told him. The player on the card was Tom Brady. Now, Jim Brown didn't know who he was. Well, Brady, obviously, a six-round draft pick from Michigan. Never played in an NFL game. Mitrick said he probably won't make it out of training camp. Both the card, but the card was one of a set of just 35, so he immediately encased the card in plastic. Brown said he suggested if the card was so rare, Mike should try to sell it in the store. No, just hang on to it, he said. (laughs) So Brown put the card in a box and said goodbye to his friend for the last time. Jim Brown realizes his name adds an element to this story as it is. You know, the famous NFL Hall of Famer and all. Jim Brown's rookie card obviously being a prized possession among collectors. But here's the thing about Jim Brown, the fire inspector. He never touched the cards he got from 52 Mantle. They sat in cardboard boxes for more than 20 years. Well, a few years ago, his wife Carmen told him she was done moving the boxes around. So Brown moved them to an evidence locker in his office in San Clemente. He had never opened the boxes or sold any of the cards he had bought from the kid at 52 Mantle. In September, he was sitting at his desk looking at his computer when he noticed a news headline, Tom Brady rookie card sells for $3.1 million. Wait, he thought, don't I have a Tom Brady rookie card? I'm sure lots of people did that, right, Ivan? He said the mirror gold Brady was in the second box he opened. He called his friend, attorney Jeff Cornico, who contacted Leland's. Jeff sent me a photo of the card, and I thought, oh, my gosh, said Jordan Gilroy at Leland's. We need to get this graded and into the market. Well, that's when Cornico got with Brady in his neck pouch. He rented a car in Newark and drove to Matawan, New Jersey. It was Sunday morning when he handed Gilroy the Brady card. That's when I got most excited, Gilroy said. As it turns out, the Brady card is one of the top graded ones in the world. (laughs) Back in California, however, Jim Brown was troubled. He couldn't think of the name of the kid who had sold him the card, who had told him it was valuable, and who had told him to hang on to it, more importantly. 
Well, Brown wanted to give some of the money to the kid. Two days went by before it came to him in the middle of the night, Mike. So Brown searched Google for Mike sports cards, Bria, and he found Mike Mitrick. And that's when he discovered his obituary. Mike and Stacy were married in 2003. They had a daughter, Megan, in 2004. His wife and daughter had no idea the trouble he was having, though. Mitrick had served in the Army from 1987 to 1981, and he had driven a tank during Operation Desert Storm. When he came back, he was not the same, said John Senekoff, who is Stacy's father. What he was involved weighed heavily on him, really heavily. In March 2008, Mitrick told Senekoff he would be seeing his daughter for the last time. Senekoff couldn't understand. The card business was doing well. He had a good marriage and a beautiful toddler. The next day, March 20th, Mike Mitrick took his own life. The kid was 39. In 2008, Mike was just one of 6,216 U.S. veterans who committed suicide. That's an average of 17 per day. Stacy said, I didn't see any of the signs. When Jim Brown heard the story, he broke down and cried. He decided to use some of the money to help Megan go to college. I'm going to give Mike something, he said. I'm going to pay it forward. Well, Megan is now a senior at Bria Olinda High School, where her father went. She has very few memories of her father, and she wants to go to either NYU or Pace University in New York. Brown called Stacy and Megan to tell them about the card, how he got it, and that he may come into some money soon. He told them he wants to give them something. I got teary-eyed, Stacy said. Are there really people this nice? What a wonderful person. Whatever he gives us is just so generous. We're grateful for anything, even if it's just money toward a car for her to drive to college. Well, neither Stacy nor Megan could even name the team that Tom Brady plays for. They don't know who his wife is or anything at all about him. Senekoff said Brown's generosity is a sign of angels in our universe. Mike is coming back from the grave to help his daughter, her grandpa said. Jim Brown doesn't know how much the card will sell for, but he knows part of what he gets will go to Megan. The destiny of this card is to help that girl, Brown said. Amazing, right? Whatever that noise is, it's awful. I hope God blesses him mightily for his totally selfless and generous act. And this is coming from me. Because honestly, we need more Jim Browns in the hobby and in the world. There's some hard truths about suicide, including that it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And unfortunately, our veterans are most at risk with more than double the rate of the national average. So please, regardless if you're a veteran or not, if you or someone you know is in crisis, please, please reach out for help. And that's this week's Hobby Happenings. Whew. Uh, 
I almost didn't get through it, but I did it. Thank you. That's great. Okay. Talk to me. So you guys can hear me. I can hear you. Can you see me? Because I, I look can really see you. good. I can, can you see you in can Skype. You I can see you in... I think if, I, if that's where I'm supposed to see you, I see you. No, you're supposed to see me over in Twitch. Hey, I see me in Twitch now, James. Whatever just happened, I am in Twitch now suddenly. Oh, but then it took me away? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm the one with the cards. That's no good. Yeah, we need to show Rob. <laughs> so, James, can you check on your end? Yeah. It showed me that a thing called together mode was enabled. And I feel like when it does that... Yeah. This is what happens. Is it I like see this. Over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. I went remote and I ruined it all. There we go. That's we're all back. right. You tried. Okay, we're back. Yeah, we're good. Okay, hey, let's, di awesome. let's digest that. Yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping that... Um, I'm really hoping that you guys enjoyed that and got something out of it because... If you go back and reread that story, uh, what's interesting is the number of things that were just aligned, divine providence, fate, I choose to believe it's divine providence, um, that that girl is going to have a connection with her father that, that she will never forget. So... Uh, just amazing. Amazing. First video segment tonight, we did an interview with the owner and founder of Grade Saver Pro, Dante Baldocci. Baldocci. Yep. So um, just a reminder, the tweet is back, a little ways back, but you got to respond with a picture of a PSA card or slab that you want to display better. Um, and that'll count for either giveaway. Because obviously, if you have some PSA slabs, maybe you'll want the other. Um, but uh, yeah, so just go back, retweet that, reply with that, and um, check it out. Yep, absolutely. All right. So as we said, we've got an intro to you to learn more about Grade Saver Pro. All right. We're pleased to be joined by Dante Baldacci of grade saver pro grade saver pro is the one of the latest innovation in graded card accessories and this is the sleeve you didn't know you needed until now dante welcome how are you i'm doing well thank you so much for having me on today absolutely do you happen to have a grade saver pro handy that you could show us if not i do yes yes i do one of the things that's so unique, I mean, the unique thing about this sleeve is it's easy pull tab. And so what do we mean by that? You show them, Dante. Yeah, so here's our packaging, Great Saver okay. Pro. On the back, you can see the little diagram. Sorry, mm -hmm. it's backwards for me. The diagram of the uh, easy pull tab. Cool. And then um, here, here is, sorry. <laughs> That's here okay. Is the uh, Grade Saver Pro right here with the Easy Pull tab. You can see it. Nice. And then here it is as well in the top loader. Okay. And, uh, so taking the card out has become just this easy. 
Oh, I hate having to jam my fingers into that thing. Number one, I cut my cuticles, you know, so that's a pain in the butt. Plus you risk damaging the card. Well, 100%. And that's kind of how the idea came to mind was I had, you know, I'm, I'm a little newer to the hobby from a, a PSA grading perspective. I've always been somewhat of a collector just through my youth, you know, with Pokemon and the sports card era that happened and or the junk wax era. And then, um, yeah, when I was submitting cards to PSA, I, I, I became the guy who, who I would not submit the card unless I had the post-it note tab on the back of a regular penny sleeve. I've heard of people doing that. Yeah. So as that happened, I, I, I just started thinking, why has no one created a penny sleeve with a tab built in? So that's, that's, you know, it was very simple. And I feel like the idea was sitting right in front of everyone's faces. Absolutely. So here, here's the original uh, penny sleeve with top loader and just getting it out is, is such, it's, you know, it's, I got it. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. Just, it's so hard. And, and the risk of damaging the card is, is highly probable. And um, so that's how the idea came came about was just trying to provide an easier, smoother experience for everyone involved, whether it was a collector or a grader. Um, because now that the hobby has really exploded, you see how much these cards are worth. Absolutely. So the difference between a 10, a nine and an eight can literally be thousands of dollars on certain cards could be tens of thousands of dollars. Absolutely. So that's, that's where the idea came. And um well, let me ask you something. Do you remember where you were exactly when you had the light bulb moment? I'm always so curious about that with yeah. entrepreneurs. Yeah, I was sitting at my house, um, just getting a submission ready, getting all the tabs on. And I had was like down. <laughs> and yeah, I had, uh, I was submitting like a couple hundred cards and I ran out of the post-it note tabs. So then I, I had to go to the store and had to get more. And that's kind of how the idea came about. I was like, why as a hobby, as someone in the hobby, why are we using post-it notes? Why has someone with a branded company not created something specifically for the card industry? And I think in 2020 and 2021, we've seen a lot of companies come on board with mm -hmm. a lot of new innovative products. Yes. Um, so I think as the hobby exploded, everyone kind of had these light bulb moments where they said, oh, wow, this is this could be used. Absolutely. And it, and it started as a personal need at first. So I originally created it just for myself and I had showed a couple of people and they said, that's awesome. You should you should get that out as soon as you can. So what was the process? Is that something that you were like, OK, I should design this, get it patented and show it to somebody and sell it or I want to make it myself? Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I was, it was a, an internal conflict for me a little bit sharing it with people. I was a little nervous because the sure. idea is such a simple idea that it's not hard to potentially see it and recreate it. So before I had uh, contacted some manufacturers overseas and worked with them creating some special molds. And once we dialed in the molds, kind of the angles of the tab and, and all that, um, then we went ahead and filed the patent. And then uh, once that was in, we, we made it more open to the public. Okay. So it was always your intent to not sell the idea to another established company, but to do this yourself? 
Yeah, the idea was to start as Great Saber Pro um, and bring it up through our brand and then hopefully gain enough traction to, yeah, if someone wants to buy it, give us a call. We've all heard about the struggles with supply chain issues, particularly in the supply chain. You mentioned overseas manufacturing. How has that impacted you, if at all? Yeah, right now we haven't dealt with that too much. Since we are a new company, we stocked up pretty heavily in anticipation for some of these things like the holiday surplus of uh, shipments that are probably coming in now. Um, we have felt a little bit of the logistics issues just with some of our products sitting out. Uh, I think it's in Long Beach out yeah. on the port. It was yep. sitting, it came in, you know, on X day, sat there for 15, 30 days before it was unloaded. Wow. So the, those issues are real and they are actually playing out every day, but we have not experienced them yet. And we hope to, to be forward thinking and, and try and plan for that. But th with that being said, the demand in the hobby is huge. So when the traction does begin, I can see how it can become a problem if you're not planning ahead maybe three to six months out with orders. Absolutely. So I saw um, you've um, developed and branded your own semi-rigid. Yes. Which is cool. So you've got which that's the official grade saver pro and then the sleeves are called yeah Easy. so we call the the semi-rigid is is a card shield and card shield okay the uh the uh the um uh, penny sleeve with tab is a is the grade saver easy pull card sleeve easy pull card saver okay what's the future for a store for you guys i mean is this still a labor of love? Do you, is your brain churning on some other ideas? Talk yeah, about no, that. I'm definitely passionate about the brand and, and where we're taking it. We hope to expand to many more products, including top loaders, even regular penny sleeves, because there's huge demand for that. Um, nine hole binder pockets are um yeah we we look to expand and and we hope to be a leader in the industry providing protection for your cardboard collectibles um and, and one thing that is very maybe unique to great saber pro is is we are trying to be different and and, and one of those ways is with our packaging it's we slick to, yeah it's slick very professional we want to look professional we want to look legit we have also our our, our semi-rigid box is very, very beautiful. It is beautiful. I have one. You were nice enough to send us one. Yes. Um, so, so we wanted to stand out from a packaging perspective. We thought some of the other companies in our specific niche were, were um, the packaging. Lacking. <laughs> La yeah, lacking a little bit. Not, you know, for any reason other than yeah. it's it didn't need to be any better than it was, but mm -hmm. as a new company coming in, we wanted to stand out and that sure. was a visual way for us to stand out. That's awesome. Um, I love talking to entrepreneurs and I'm always fascinated by, you know, where the idea comes from and then how to bring it to fruition. Um, where can people find out more about Grade Saver Pro? I know lots of people don't necessarily have a hobby shop within distance, although our goal at GTS is to get these into all of our customers. But what about that person that they just don't have a shop around them? Yeah, so we, we are on the online at greatsaverpro.com. 
Um, you can even get the product on eBay. I've seen it selling on eBay. We have the product on Amazon as well as of last week. Um, yeah, and we are we are on Instagram as well and Twitter, and those will both link you back to our our website. Um, awesome. Instagram and Twitter, Grade Saver Pro, the same. No hyphens, no spaces, or anything. No hyphens, no spaces. Uh, <laughs> at Grade Saver Pro for Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Well, listen, Dante, thanks so much for joining us for a few minutes to talk about your product and introducing it to our audience, as well as providing the samples that we're going to give away as viewer prizes. Uh, it's been awesome. Best of luck to you in the future. And if you ever roll out anything new, hit me up and we'll talk some more. Awesome. Amazing. And I, I appreciate you having us on and giving us this quick little 10 minutes to talk and, and explain some of uh, the things we got coming up. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Dante. Talk Thank to you, you soon. So Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. So uh, pretty cool. So check them out. Great Saver Pro. All right. We're going to update the poll question here, which was crafted by our fearless producer, tech director, James Gale. Where do you most often rip your packs? No problem getting other over 1% at 1.2, but back at home is leading the way at 81.5. Lots of responses that everybody's, you know, not opposed to, not saying they haven't, but most often at home. All right, so thanks everybody for weighing in. Still 27 minutes left. If you'd like to try to sway any of that, please feel free to do so. Next up, we're going to take a look at some other new product releases this week in a segment we call hot in the shop and we're going to kick it off with tops stadium club chrome baseball cards fun can't wait to get that um from emily this is a hobby only release first and foremost you won't find it at retail it's got an auto and 14 base card parallels or inserts in every box this is the sophomore release of this product it's packed with color and on card autos as you might imagine and features the most dynamic images ever seen on trading cards man that's a bold statement that's a bold statement. Uh, Stadium Club autographs, over 50 subjects from the history of MLB signed directly on card, which is awesome. Look for refractor parallels in gold all the way down to one of one, the gold number to 50. So not huge numbers to start off with. We've got beam team autographs, Lone Star signatures, classic Stadium Club stuff. Both of those are signed on card. Lone Stars to 25 or less and Bean Team to 15 or less. 91 Stadium Club design variation autos. And then the parallels, again, you're going to get uh, the regulars hit one in three, waves one in 112 or two in every case. Pretty impressive. And then you've got your gold orange and red and then 14 base cards or parallels as well as including some new inserts uh virtual reality and you saw it crystal ball this is in stores this week also in stores this week and i've already seen some incredible looking breaks of this 2020 21 panini flawless collegiate football cards each box is going to deliver six autographed cards and two memorabilia cards, as well as two base gym or gym autographs 
in every single box. Of course, we look right out the gate at the flawless rookie patch autographs. Uh, that's an example of the vertical gold with Trevor Lawrence there. There's also horizontal RPAs. Um, there's rookie patch autographs with emerald designs like that Zach Wilson there. Uh, some platinum rookie patches. Look at that big Alabama insignia for Jalen Waddle. Team gems. Look at that. Gems all around the card, augmenting the team logo. And of course, base cards have parallels too. So it's not just base. You can get parallels like that Sapphire Mac Jones there. From what we're seeing is a, an incredible rookie class now shaping up. So check out Panini Flawless Collegiate Football and Hobby Shops this week. And next up, we have a product from our friend Lance Fisher at Onyx Authenticated, and that is Onyx Vintage Extended Series Baseball Cards. Two autographs signed on card in every box. As always, look for a mix of hot prospects, phenoms, international prospects, and big leaguers from this year's edition. Signers for this release include baseball stars like Shoei Otani and greats like Ken Griffey Jr., as well as top minor league prospects, 2021 first-round draft picks, including number one overall pick, Henry Davis, plus top college players and more look for Adley Rutschman, Bobby Wood Jr., Julio Rodriguez and Jason uh, Dominguez, as well as other um, first round picks from the aforementioned Davis, including Jack Leiter, Marcella Mayer, Jordan Lawler and more look for first rounders of tops college players that well taking advantage of the whole NIL thing, limited production run of just 300 sealed cases with 24 boxes in every case. Uh, the checklist is up on gogts.net. And also look for parallel autograph sets. Blue signatures number to 400, green signatures to 50, reds to 25, black to 5. In stores this week, extended series from Onyx. I couldn't help that little ooh when I first saw the design. Um, that's a cool looking sort of playing card design there that they're on. Yep. So awesome from Onyx. All right. Next up, we've got a, a cool jersey product. You know, right in the heart of football season, we've got 2021 TriStar Hidden Treasures Game Day Greats autographed football jerseys, Series 3. I know it's a little tough to zoom in there, but you see those names, those name plates on the back of the jerseys. Each case is going to have five autographed jerseys broken down between two Hall of Fame player signed jerseys, one current star, and two football favorites. Of course, some of the Hall of Fame players that you see uh, include John Elway, Gail Sayers, Calvin Johnson. Some of the current star players include Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb. Jalen Waddle uh, and Devontae Smith from this year's draft picks and huge stars like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, as well as they're not quite Hall of Famers yet, but some true fan favorites like Antonio Gates. He's got to be a Hall of Famer, right? I don't know. He'll, I think he deserves to be in. Uh, Bobby Bowden, Marvin Harrison, and many more. And of course, all autographs have been authenticated by TriStar, PSA, DNA, or JSA, and there are zero redemptions in this product so check that out from tristar 
All right. Next up. Oh, it's been a while since we heard from the folks at Benchwarmer, but that's who makes decision. 2021 decision cut signature edition. Uh, one cut signature card numbered to 10 or less in every box. That's right. All cards in this very limited product release are numbered to 10 or less. And every case uh, contains a cut signature card from one of the following Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, or Kamala Harris. Obviously allocated. Look for 15 boxes in every case. One cut signature wow. card. Should be an interesting break. Um all cards numbered to 10 or less, plus there's multiple foil colors, obviously, from 10 all the way down to one of one. Only 99 total cases produced, and that's out this week as well. And that's a look at what's hot in the shop. All right, everybody, um, we're going to put Ivan to work to pull tonight's winners. We've got some great prizes tonight, so stick with us. But in the meantime, we want to uh, introduce you to the owner and founder of Stand Up Displays, who provided those awesome PSA slab stands, uh, Dan Patel. So um, check this out, and we'll be back after this to announce tonight's winner and wrap things up. Two, one. Well, I am pleased to be joined by Dan Patel, founder, CEO of Stand Up Displays. Dan, thanks for joining us this afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great, Rob. Thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to talking with you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love talking to entrepreneurs and got my first uh, intro to you preparing for a retailer webinar this week and am excited to have the opportunity to talk to you. So, Stand-up displays um, is a solution for graded cards, new to the market. How how did you get the idea? I mean, were you washing your hair in the shower one day? I mean, tell me about, I mean, the bolt of lightning, the light bulb moment. Sure. So um, like many people, I rediscovered collecting as an adult. You know, I used to collect hockey cards as a kid and then Pokemon cards as they caught fire in the late 90s. Um, I got to, you know, enjoy all of that as a kid and you go off to college, you know, I met my wife, those things tend to go away for a little while, but now I've got three kids of my own, um, three boys, and they've really gotten into collecting. So awesome. a couple of, a couple of years ago, um, you know, we were going through Pokemon cards and they wanted to show them off. So I went to see what was available on the market and there wasn't a whole lot. Um, in parallel, I was doing another hobby, which is called high power model rocketry. And we'll probably have to have a whole nother conversation about that. <laughs> But through that, I met a lot of people that were big on 3D printing. And as you know, from 3D printing, anything that you can think of in your mind, you can basically design. And once you've designed it for yourself, you might as well start seeing what the market can bear. And so we introduced them on Etsy. Um, I initially did them for the magnetic and PSA holders. And lo and behold, with COVID and everyone enjoying their uh, collections more than ever, because a lot of people are home. Um, it, it turned out to be a very popular idea. So I didn't like what was currently available in the market. I made an engineered solution to fit exactly what people wanted. And like I said, it seems to have really found its own niche. That's exciting. Now, I'm going to take a bit of a detour because you brought it up because I do have some familiarity with the topic. Mm -hmm. Model rocketry, the type that you do, you actually yep. need to get FAA clearance when you want to launch, right? Yes. So... Um, <laughs> The the largest rocket that I've flown is actually six inches in diameter by about 13 feet tall. Wow. Um, 
And I was even making my own propellant. So I had a metal lathe. I've got a CNC router at my house. And I was using uh, actually a Hobart mixer like you see at Auntie Anne's in the mall. And I was making my own propellant. And, um, you know, we had a ton of fun with that when I was a kid growing up. Oh, yeah. um, and as my kids get a little older, we'll start introducing to them to that as well. Because I think it just does so much to introduce kids into the STEM uh, disciplines as they're developing. Well, you and I have more in common than I even realized because while I've never been involved in rocketry the way you are, I have a friend whose brother is very into it. So I was versed in that. But also as a, I was in second grade, I won the science fair with my model rocketry project. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's where this uh, all begins, that curiosity (laughs) and, you know, just the desire to work with your hands. So you mentioned that being a newer company, you know, there was a couple of things you wanted to address first, probably simply based on volume. What was the decision to to go with PSA? And obviously you probably did some research that has some stats to back that up. Can you share that right. with the audience that? Sure. So PSA, as many know, you know, started with the Honus Wagner, the PSA one that now has, you know, had some uh, controversy around it, but they've been around for a very long time. <laughs> And just because you've been around for a while doesn't necessarily make you the leader. But the fact that so many people are choosing PSA these days to grade their cards, it just made the most sense to target that as our first mass-produced item. So just to give some stats to the audience, just yesterday, and this is according to gemrate.com, which you can go check these stats every day, um, PSA did 39,000 slabs yesterday. They, they did 168,000 in the last week and 730,000 in the last month. And of that 730,000, just over 200,000 of them were TCG. So that's Magic, R- Pokemon, really? yeah, MetaZoo, which you know has really been catching on. So that's over 200,000 new slabs. Now, wow. what does that mean? That means that PSA is on track to grade and encapsulate about 8.8 million cards this year alone. On top of the already 40 plus million that are out in the market already. So when you just think about building a product, building a business that solves a problem for people, that's probably the biggest pool that people are looking for a solution for. And so that's why we developed the the PSA graded card stand. Why don't you show that while we talk a little bit more? Sure. I mean, your goal is as an entrepreneur, you want to see every one of those cards in the market that's in a PSA holder in one of your stands, obviously. So um, we're going to help you hopefully make a big dent in that. Show us the display stand. And um, uh, I mean, it's it's obviously a very simple design, but I like the way that it, it, it leans on an angle. What kind of angle degree is that on? Sure. So it's a it's a seven and a half degree angle. Okay. Um, and it's very simple, as you said. In fact, when I first introduced it, we called it the basic stand because okay. it's basically a stand. It is an ABS plastic stand with a pocket. And I'm sorry, this is actually mirrored, so it's a little hard for me to. It's all right. But it's got the pocket there. This is a, a PSA 10 Kevin Herter Prism rookie. I chose him because he's a local guy. Went to the same high school as me. Cool. So I like to show off the the local guys. And all it does is it slides in to the pocket and it holds on there nice. Can it you turn bears, it upside down? Oh, sure. Yeah. Hold it by the stand upside down. I want to see that the car doesn't 
Fallout. Cool. Actually, I didn't even put it in there all the way. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. But so what this, it does not bear on the clear plastic viewing surfaces. It's on the actual, there's like raised pieces. If you're familiar, they nest yep. together. Um, and so you're not concerned about it scratching the surface or anything. Um, and in fact, this plastic is harder than the plastic I use. So that's the design. It is patent pending in the U.S. And these are manufactured here in the U.S. So we don't have oh. the, the supply constraints that we are seeing in the news today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, kudos to you for manufacturing local. I mean, that's that's a feather yeah. in your cap right away. So everybody watching this, guys, support U.S. manufacturers, right? Um I went on your website, obviously, in doing some research, and while PSA is obviously your primary focus, it looks like there are stands available for other um, graded holders. You're just not carrying them in the same quantity. Do I understand that right yet? <clears throat> right. So the PSA stand uh, is our graduation from 3D printing to injection molding. So okay. the product that you'll get from GTS, that's for PSA will be smooth. It's a finished product. It comes in packaging like this that goes right on a hang tag. It's got the information you want, barcode, et cetera, if you're a retailer in a five pack. Um, so that's that's what the PSA product represents. To your, your other comment, we do have a design for top loaders. You had mentioned Beckett. If there's a gaming, uh, group out there they're going to like that blaine's charizard but we have a yes. bucket solution and then we also have um this is for magnetics same idea um sgc is another one that's really catching fire that you know we anticipate introducing at some point um but as of right now we are introducing the psa to catch that market and then grow it and grow it and grow it like a small business does I imagine as part of your research, you've had conversations with the grading companies. What have, what's been their reaction uh, to your product? The, the reaction's been good. Um, there's another grading company out there called HGA that is actually, um, will be carrying them at some point. Um, I know right now they're going through a lot of growth as well. I don't know what their numbers are, but I think their primary focus is that. And I think what you might see is grading companies embracing this a little bit more and acknowledging that there's more to than just providing graded cards. There could be the possibility for an accessory submarket that, you know, GTS certainly has embraced just by virtue of the fact that we're on the call today. Absolutely. But, um, they they're excited at, you know, what else can be done because it only promotes their brand as well. Yes. I mean, it, for lack of a better term, we've been using the word slab accessories, and yep. it seems there are a lot of them uh, in terms of different uh, solutions. Um, and they, you know, all very different. You guys all work together very well. Um, yep. It's certainly something that I could eventually see PSA offering as, you know, an add on with a cost, you know, so that right. when you get it right back from them, the holder comes with it. I mean, that would be amazing yeah. i think yeah and the companies you mentioned right so like show your slabs which has a wall type display which you'll be speaking with at some point mm -hmm. um and gts will be carrying um slab strong with tim you know it's like a it's a cell phone type bumper case now, these are guys that i've met through doing this and you'd think hey we're competitors but i think you know the the words that we live by are a rising tide lifts all ships and we absolutely we, we really enjoy working with each other we go to shows together 
and we have nice complementary products that makes it you know that much more enjoyable to be doing it with other people. Um, now, you, there's another option here too. Like if you do graded card submissions for people, this is a potential upsell because you're oh, already shipping yeah. a box back to a customer. Why not throw, I mean, a, a package of, of stands in the box or the bag with the graded cards when they come back? Your customers are anxious to get them back. They've been waiting eight months, a year, or even a week if they didn't express. They're going to want to show them off. Absolutely. What does that package retail for and how many stands come in the package? Yep. So this is the, the retail package. It's a package of five stands and the MSRP is $17.99. Great. Certainly affordable for everybody. Um, what's on the horizon? What's your next focus? Uh, so as a growing company, right, I actually just um, went full time with this about three weeks ago. So Congratulations. Thank you. What you see is what you get. I'm living the American dream, trying to you know go it alone here and, and develop this product line into something that you see in as many stores, being used by as many people in their homes or offices as possible. So we're going through the, I don't want to say growing pains because it's actually been pretty great, but we're <laughs> going through the process of operationalizing financials and you know I'm in an office now versus in my basement. <laughs> so it's just that, that type of, of growth that we're going through. Um, and it's just been an absolute blast. But oh, from a product awesome. perspective, it's going to be expanding our product line. It's going to be um, working through uh, third-party manufacturers more for other designs and, and really doing our best to deliver what the customer needs. Wonderful. Well, I know you had a retailer webinar earlier today. Record a recorded copy of that will be uh, available yeah. um, later this week, and we'll be sure to push the link out and get the word out even more about stand-up displays. In the meantime, if uh, people want to learn more about your company, where should they go? Well, our biggest presence is on Instagram, so it's at Standup Displays. Um, you can also go to our admittedly very basic website standupdisplays.co it's not .com okay. um, and that gives you all the information that you need to you know make a decision on what uh, stand fits your need um, as well as pictures and all of that so feel free to, to reach out GTS is going to be obviously pushing this to our retailers. We hope lots of them carry them. Some people don't necessarily have a hobby shop within distance. Are consumers allowed to buy direct from you at this point or no? Yes. Yes, they are. Wonderful. So just go to standupdisplays.co. That's correct. Um, and in, to get yours in the meantime and then look for them at your local card shop eventually. Uh, final words from you, anything else you'd like us to know? Um, I think that, you know, so far my interaction with GTS has been amazing. I think you guys do a wonderful job of, you know, promoting brands and I'm excited at the opportunity to be here speaking with you um, because it means the world to small businesses like myself. So thank you. Um, Absolutely. Be on the lookout on Instagram um, as we continue to add products and, and continue to expand and you get to watch our journey. So thank you to all my customers as well. Wonderful. Well, I really appreciate your time today and best of luck in the future. And we will do this again at some point. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks, Rob. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. And, Bye -bye. and you guys didn't so think we were going to have a guest tonight. We had two guests. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. I was Googling quarters again to, to, to That's all right. go over some of those. Wisconsin so, is one of those error quarters, by the way. It's got a 
it's got an issue with the uh you can find incredibly rare ones that have like an extra head of corn on the back of the wisconsin quarter oh so interesting okay for all of you out there that have that do that units that you share with other people and have to get rolls of course <laughs> too funny yeah, I've got I've got one one with a nice patina on it. But hey, this is not watch the. I was like, wait a minute, are, we're back, right? Okay. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think I, I think I took it down because because when they did the restructuring on eBay with all the listing stuff, uh, it was like update these things, and I was like, I don't want to update those things. I don't even know where that quarter is anymore. Anywho. <laughs> That was pretty awesome there, that interview. Um, better than my quarter talk, that's for sure. Um, and hey, yeah. awesome show all night tonight. Uh, Rob, I am ready, though. I've, I've pulled a bunch of winners uh, from a bunch of different tweets, including right. going through that replies tweet. Um, is there anything we need to say before we, uh, before we dive into winners? Anything? Nope, let's do it. Okay. Awesome. So, hey, thank you, everybody, for watching tonight. Thanks for sticking up with my technical difficulties, especially James and Rob. Thank you for hey, that. Hey, thanks for persevering on, on the road. Yep, you got it. Wouldn't, wouldn't miss it for the world, especially since we are going to be off next week because we're going to be eating turkey. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so tonight's an extra important show to get these things out to you before the holidays, and we have a lot of winners to announce. But first, if you hear your name called – you got to help us out. Our email is still down. Sadly, the migration is almost finished of the emails to the new platform. So what you have to do is DM us. DM is kid slang for direct message. Send us a message on Twitter at GoGTSLive. In that message, include the same information you would do if you were emailing us. Super simple. Your name, your mailing address your Twitter handle, and what you want. Put it all in there, nice little message. Rob will get this all packed up and shipped out. Um, so, yeah, so it's that easy. Just do that to claim your prize. Help us out here. And any prizes that go unclaimed, they go back into the prize pool to give away on the next show. So, you know, if one of our biggies doesn't get claimed, that's okay. That just means that you, our loyal viewers, have a chance to win it next show. So it stays in the family. That's what we love. But we also love new viewers. You know, lots of fun new viewers in the chat tonight. I see some new winners, so I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm not sure if this is because I'm technically challenged today, so I just see a name. I don't see a location and a profile. But you may have gotten your wish with that Mark Sheffley. Shef Maybe shipping that Shifle. I'm not quite sure. Shifle, yeah. Um, I know that was your wish to ship to Canada. But first, we've got all of the shiny optic uh, so, sorry, shiny OPC. Looks like looks like optic if you had a T and an I. All of the shiny OPC um, inserts. Uh, so just a big stack of those. There's some, definitely some rookies in there. That is going to our first winner of the night is Ferg TM. Congratulations, Ferg TM. You won that shiny lot of optic. But again, the Mark Scheifel said you wanted to go to someone in Canada. Well, the Twitter handle is Seattle CGY fan. I assume CGY means Calgary, but I don't mm -hmm. know if they're in Seattle or Calgary. Okay. But you might be Calgary and Winnipeg. Those are virtually the same, right? 
I'm going to duck and run from all of our good Canadian friends that were watching the show tonight, especially (laughs) because I know we also hit a pretty cool Canadian insert in our NWSL box, which is coming up next. But first off, just a reminder, hey, Rob, that was super cool of you when one of our biggest NWSL fans, uh, Sarah Bending Colors, jumped in chat to say, hey, you're getting a bonus box. Again, you never know what we're going to give away on the show. So Sarah Bending Colors, don't forget to DM us yourself to claim that bonus box that Rob will ship out to you. Yeah, guys, don't DM me. Even though I'm the one that ships the prizes, don't DM me. DM GoGTS Live with your name, your mailing address, address, and what you want. What you want. Yep. Make it easy. We can't just can't just teleport it to you. That's at the ripped box of series one, which had a Marta vintage variation, which was super cool, along with some other um, stars in there. I'm hearing from people in the chat. The first box is going to Nate in in eight six. Congratulations, Nate in in eight six. And then the second box, which had that, remember that Alex Morgan. So I'm hearing actually that the Alex Morgan may be an action variation. So that alone is cool. If, if true. Also, it had that Canadian insert. Rob, those Canadian inserts are actually semi-rare. It says there's only a thousand of them made per card. So even though they're not numbered, they That's are cool. limited versus the total print run. That's going to Lane Haugen. Lane Haugen. Congratulations, Lane Haugen. All right. Switching gears to the Jersey Fusion set. Um. And I just realized I missed one on here because we've also got that presidential card. I'm going to do some multitasking here. Um, President Truman and President Jackson. Uh, But starting off with the Jersey Fusion Bird Magic card, both of their authenticated jerseys on that. That's going to Colt Holt. Congratulations, Colt Holt. And Rob, did you retweet... You're not supposed to retweet. What are you doing? What did I retweet? Um, uh, I, well, I went to the alternates and I. <laughs> oh, and they picked me. Three, but thankfully, I only needed the top two alternates for for the next one. Um, so for the President Jackson card, that is going to the real Keck Four. Congratulations, the real Keck Four. And for that President Truman card. We have KBO Collections. Congratulations, KBO Collections. You won the President Truman card uh, from the presidential product from Sports Cards. SportsCards.com, correct, Rob? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. And then finally, we did the Panini Illusions Hobby Box Break, which was awesome, including that Kevin Garnett, Nikola Jokic numbered to just 10 with them facing off. This is going to sounds like a basketball fan. Not sure if he's a fan of these two or if she is, but LBC Ginobili, LBC Ginobili. Congratulations. Any basketball fan would love that card with two iconic big men facing off. Uh, And then the Vince Carter autograph. Uh, This viewer watches on YouTube. Hey, don't forget YouTube viewers. I know you're out there. Miguel H. Congratulations, Miguel H. Love seeing your name pulled for the Vince Carter autograph. Absolutely awesome. All right, but then we've got two bonus winners. Remember, this was from a little oh earlier gosh. in the week, even though oh you still had a chance in the middle of the show to win. Hold on one First second. Off, I, hold on one second. Oh, yeah. I, oh. <laughs> this is, I forgot to show this while you were giving it away, and it's awesome. 
Okay. I just looked on a higher shelf. <laughs> I've got two PSA cards almost right in front of me. I'm such an <laughs> idiot. I'm such an idiot. That's. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So well, we gave that away. Okay. Cards, I, I, I know the show's going long. I don't care. You got to pull those down now. We got to see what they are. Come on. Show All the collector right. in you. Okay. Oh, geez, Louise. I am so dumb. They're within arm's <laughs> reach, too. You were absolutely right. You were pretty darn close, Ivan. How about a uh, 1990 Leaf what? Frank Thomas? <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Leaf oh, Frank did you say Thomas. Leaf? Okay, cool. Yeah, what, what's it graded? It's a nine. Okay, so I said PSA 8 just because I was saying, like, there's no excuse not to have at least that. But, hey, even better. A oh, PSA man. 9 Frank Thomas nine. Leaf. How did I know? No, I've right got I've got three me. cards, and I told. <sighs> How many? You're just pulling them out of everywhere now. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So our apologies ne- to the team at Stand Up Displays. <laughs> I'll get you. Your, yeah, my my master plan was to get one of your slabs. No, um, 1951 Bowman Nelly Fox rookie and a two. How could you forget the change yet? <laughs> I might be able to top it. Well, no, I don't know. That's that's pretty tough, but I do really like this one because I do love this player too. Um, how about 1956 Louis Aparicio rookie oh. in, uh, I think it's a 4-5. Four, a 4-4? Four, four. So... Well, I've got I'm good. I've got good PSA cards, actually, yeah. too. <laughs> I am happy as a collector that you have some good PSA cards. But I'm <laughs> flabbergasted that you forgot that you had a Louis Aparicio rookie card and a Frank Thomas Leaf. Uh, I mean, I, I that's literally what I said was, don't you have a Frank Thomas Leaf graded somewhere? There's literally, um, you know, on another some other night, I'll show you why maybe they were what that show actually looks like. Yeah, so gotcha. Oh, that's too funny though. I uh, you got you don't know the panic I went into. I got a hold of the category manager. I'm like, I know you want me to demo this thing. I don't have a <laughs> Oh I love it. gosh. Well, hey, Just... the two other people that are gonna get to demo these products, uh yes. you know, tweet out when you get them and showcase showcase how they work. First off, the the stack of stand-up displays, PSA displays. Oh, now I don't want to give all these away. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Is going to Future Habs GM. The wrong thing about that. One day, stand-up displays will be on display at the Habs, in the Habs general manager (laughs) office. Because Future Habs GM won them. And then the Grade Saver Pro's grading supplies. This is fun. Because I know that this guy actually does subs himself too, are going to Tony's Hobby Vault. Thank you oh, for entering. Great. Thank you for playing. So oh. nice. So two good homes for those. Too, I honestly did not plan that, but I am so glad it turned out the way it did because that to me is one of the best moments of the year on Go GTS Live. I don't know about you, Ivan. <laughs> yeah, James, you're going to have to find that clip from earlier and edit it in when I literally, that was my guess. I'm like, you have to have yeah. at least one for, of uh, For best of, right yeah, morning. please, right away, pull those out, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Oh. It's okay, Rob. We know you've been under a lot of pressure. You've been traveling. Your kids know the F word. I, you know, <laughs> wait a minute. I just got done. Um, I, no, I, just to share with everybody. Um, uh, I've been doing the job of like three people for a while. And now I've got two new hires that I've got trained up and they're absolutely rocking it. And I'm so excited to have them on board. So, um, yeah, my Not life to mention is, that means more content going on. Go GTS. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, my life is uh, definitely a lot less, uh, stressful over the last couple of weeks. Um, and will continue to be less stressful. Um, that's going to do it for us though. So we won't be here next week and I hope you won't be either. Uh, I hope you guys will be with your family eating some Turkey or some ham or whatever you guys do on Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, but we'll be back on December 2nd to start talking a little bit about national hobby shop day. And, um, we'll meet a couple of other, uh, slab accessory vendors and give away some more fun stuff. And you guys are going to want to check this stuff out. It's, it's just going to get better and better and better and better. Um, but yeah, thank you to Matt at Parkside collectibles, Tracy at Panini America, Chris at upper deck, uh, Dante at grade saver pro Dan at stand up displays, think i got everybody and obviously to you guys for watching james thank you for everything ivan awesome road warrior that you are so happy thanksgiving everybody we'll see you in two weeks good night <laughs>